everyone. Welcome to Writing Easy, the podcast that takes the act of writing, which can sometimes be not easy, and tries to make it less not easy. I'm one of your hosts, Mary Mascari. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. Today, we're going to be talking about Don't Quit Your Day Job. Oh, boy. <laughs> I feel like this is the thing that like I heard so much, and I was always like, nah, and I don't like my day job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a different problem, see? <laughs> I had that too for a very long time um, where I was, I was really angry at my day job for being a day job, mm-hmm. you know, just like you, like I was like a, a teenager, like, well, you can't, you can't force me to be like this. I'm not like you. I'm a writer. I'm yeah. Yep. Someday I'm going to lose, you know, and uh, as I've gotten older and I have children going to college very soon, uh, my attitudes changed, but I, I, I think I really come to believe that I, I think a day job is a good thing for a writer yeah if you can get one (laughs) that works with that works with what you're doing um i do uh, i do it i'm a it person i you know there's some communications involved but also some coding stuff lots of nerdy things um i'm able to do it remotely Uh, up until recently i did it part-time but even now that i'm working full-time i have an arrangement that says i don't start until 10 o'clock uh they're 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central, which is where I live, uh, because the first two hours of my day are my writing time. And that's how it goes. And if you need me to come in earlier, I can, but then I'm going to duck out so that I can get my writing time. And that is you know, sacrosanct. And that's worked out really nicely. Yeah, that's I, I like I feel like I have gone back and forth. So the last year I've been completely on my own, doing my own thing and mm-hmm. writing as many hours as I want to write and create. But I've also been taking on uh, freelance uh, jobs mm-hmm. in my in, in fundraising and consulting and doing like freelance writing projects. And that has been a nice like sort of happy medium for me. I think mm-hmm. the full time job that is 40, 50, 60 hours a week, like yeah. that is what you want to avoid. And that is really, really difficult to find the creative time energy bandwidth to do other things while like you're so consumed with another Mm -hmm. job yeah i think if you have a job that's exhausting you that might not be so great um i know a lot of people are teachers because you get the summers more or less off uh, and so you're working your butt off all school year um, but then you have two months really in the summer to dedicate to writing which is another way of balancing it yeah um if you're you know if you've got a job that's just draining you you're not gonna have anything left for for writing but i think if you've got a job that's draining you there's something else going like i don't know see if you can find a different one i mean that's not it's easy to sit here and say but (laughs) yeah like find a different one what what's the why is that so hard like uh yeah it really is um yeah, so I, that's the thing to avoid. But I think, generally speaking, having a source of income that isn't writing, I think will will take all take the pressure off a little bit. You know, you don't have to. I mean, and you know, there's the other thing. It's like, well, then that that pressure might be good, right? Like, I have to do this writing. I have to do it because this is how I live, and so you've got to do it. There's there's a certain amount to that. There's something to be said. Um, and if you are someone without dependents and can afford to do that. You know, that might work for you. I know for me, I had some time uh, between jobs where I, I didn't need to work and I 
was like, I'm going to write all the time. And I didn't write any more than I did when I had my job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the myth right there is that you think, oh, because now I have a wide open schedule, I'll write, oh, I'm going to write six hours a day and I'm going to get, you know, five or 10,000 words a day. Like my productivity is going to go through the roof and it just doesn't. Mm -hmm. it, it takes a, I feel like the people who do that, uh, who are professional full-time writers and talk about like writing every day and cranking out five or 10,000 words a day, easy. Like they've trained for that. Like they've been you doing it for up. so many years that yeah. they've been able to build up to that. But if you just quit your job last week, <laughs> you think yeah. you're going to like sit down and suddenly start pumping out all of these words. And um, it's, it's going to put a lot of pressure on you and you're going to feel a lot of, I don't know, anxiety and frustration that you're not able to write more yeah. it's yeah it's hard it's a hard transition i will say too i'll bet yeah um you know i think it's good to stay if you can in your field you know like if you can get a day job that has something to do with writing with the writing industry if that's or you know if whatever it is you're trying to do you know what area you're trying to work in you know that that would probably pay off in the long run you know you're building some equity there uh whereas you know, like the work I'm doing in IT has nothing to do with the work that I'm, that what I'm writing. It doesn't, doesn't uh, carry over at all, but that's okay. You know, it, it's fine. See, I like that. Okay. I, I think like having a break. I think it's better because I like with the grant writing, even though it's a different type of writing, it's still writing. And so mm -hmm. I found that whenever I was doing heavy grant writing, I could not write or create anything. But if I was working on a different type of like I was doing a PowerPoint thing or if I was yeah. developing a training that didn't stop me from like at the end of the day, wanting to sit down and write and create because I wasn't doing uh -huh. that, like putting sentences together and then editing it and then like trying to bring words forth onto the page. Mm -hmm. Like, so for me, I needed something completely different. I talked to another screenwriter or like a working screenwriter who wrote a bunch of horror movies a few weeks ago and we were talking about this because I was like I need another job and I don't know what to look for and he's mm -hmm. like I was a baker <laughs> it's like I wow. worked in, in a bakery and he's like it was great because I had a lot of time to think and I was using my oh, hands sure. and it was just a different type of rhythm so I wasn't burnt out and it was an earlier schedule because we had to get up early to make all the stuff for breakfast rush oh, yeah. right and so he's like there's a lot of surprising paths that like can tap into other aspects of your you know soulful needs and your physical needs and, and provide for you that aren't writing specific but that will open up more freedom for you to write and create um without the like oh. added stress whereas like i know lawyers yeah. who are like eh, no i'm like so stressed it's so there's so much pressure he's like i'm making bread like nobody cares like if i burn yeah. a loaf i burn a loaf right like right whereas, like you know if you're a lawyer you're like oh if this client goes to jail because i wasn't paying attention you know like there's <laughs> It's a different level, right? The stakes are yeah. different. That's interesting. So it sounds like what we're kind of discovering here is that it, it's obviously individual, but it's mm -hmm. and it's something you need to kind of think about. What is a good kind of way of supporting yourself? Are you the kind of person that if you if you have to rely on writing to write, you know, to, for your living, that's going to motivate you and give you the discipline you need to do it. Um, because I've I've read that in some places where they're like, yeah, no, you gotta you gotta commit, man. Like this, if you want this to be your job, then make it your job. And I'm like, well, maybe. Um, or if you're the kind of person who wants to, 
you know, work adjacent to the thing and that helps feed it, great. Or do you need to be away from away from it completely and do something completely unrelated to kind of reset? But I will say it's very hard to write when you are worried about, you know, paying the bills. You know, am I going to make rent? Like, I, I can't imagine that that's a, a good scenario for writing if you if you are hungry and if you or you don't know yeah if you're worried about your car breaking down you'll never get it you know like that's there's no way to live that's not and 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 that's also not there's you don't have to do that right you don't have to live in this make these sacrifices like that you have to live in poverty in order to be an an artist Mm -hmm. you know you don't have to do that to earn it um, you don't feel like that's part of the uh, you know, sacrifice you must make. You cannot be comfortable in order to make good art. I must be starving. I must be this, you know, Labo-M sort of thing. Um, and that's not that's not true at all. It's absolutely not true. It's not true. And I, I feel like we should say that again with emphasis because there are so many people yeah. who have gone through that journey who will tell you it's true, right? Because they feel like I suffered mm-hmm. Right. Especially in Hollywood where it's like, oh, well, I was an assistant. I started in the mailroom and I did this for no pay and worked with like had four roommates and like they want you to go through mm-hmm. that. They don't want to change the system because they're like, well, then it's not well, fair because I had to do that? all this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, I think that we're starting like there's a, a thing going on now called like, um, oh, I can't even remember. It's uh, But there's like an assistance like living wage campaign that is going on right now in mm-hmm. L.A., because like a lot of these folks are making like living at poverty levels like you're just making 20 yeah. or 30,000 dollars a year in a city where like the poverty level is yeah. like 60 or 70,000 like it's it's kind of it's just disgusting when you look at the the gap in pay um yeah across the board for film and because television because they can yeah, yeah just because you can. can right and so i do think that you are absolutely right like you don't want the stress of the money and like all of the worry and anxiety about like, how am I going to pay rent? Am I going to like, do I have money for my gas? Do I, can I keep the car? Like all of that will, it will completely distract Mm -hmm. you from being creative. If you have the savings or somebody else or a spouse or partner or somebody else that you're leaning on, then that's a different story, but it, it can be a big distraction and it can cause you to write out of this sort of desperation mode and to take, Mm-hmm. projects or assignments or say yes to things that aren't going to help your career long term like a lot of times when people get into mm-hmm. bad contracts <laughs> it's because they were writing yeah. out of desperation from a, a publishing perspective the model that i've seen for a lot of people is they have a day job um and then eventually they get to a point where oh you know what? i think i think i can do this full time you know but but they you know, I can think of lots of uh, examples of very successful writers. Um, one that's coming to mind is N.K. Jemison, right? Mm-hmm. She she went like she won like I don't know sixteen Hugo's, and she still had her day job. And then eventually she's like, let's see if I can set up a Patreon, and she did. And she's like, wow, look at this! I can now I can live off this. But you know, she's very accomplished and she's amazing. Yeah. But even she took her time. You know, she didn't just run off and and do it. Um, so you have to find. You, you can do it. You can have a full-time job and write. You, it depends on, you have to find the way to make it work. Maybe it's taking a job that has different hours uh, so that you are available to write during the time that you are most productive 
Uh, maybe it's a job that with a lot of downtime that lets you, you know, scribble on things while you're waiting. I don't know. Um, maybe it's a maybe it is a job that has a, a lot of uh, writing adjacent stuff. You know, whatever. But you have to find what's going to work for you so that you can put the two things together. Uh, for me, it was a job that let me work from home so that I could use the time that I would normally commute to write. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, so you just have to find what works, but don't don't listen to anyone who tells you that there's only one way and that it has to be this sort of austere, starving, anything for my craft bullshit because uh, it's just it's just not true. Yeah, not true at all. I will say too, like, most people come at this in terms of money, right? They think, okay, d- mm-hmm. job, I need money to sustain myself and and live up to all my responsibilities as an adult. And that's <laughs> true. Um, but I think there are other reasons not to quit your day job. Like one of the things that I found for me writing full time was that I thought, oh, I'm an introvert. I've worked from home for years. So like, I'll be fine. Uh I actually like the routine of like having a couple of meetings, not like 20 meetings a week, but I liked yeah. having like a regular meeting. I liked having a project, mm-hmm. uh, like a, a people to brainstorm with and to have conversations with. And I didn't like being alone all day, every day <laughs> with yeah. this like blank screen, like saying, Hey, you're supposed to be working on me. Um, and so just for the socialization and for the the creativity that comes with like getting out of the house and being in a different space when we were allowed to do that, right? Like there's yeah. all of these other factors that also play into the power of having a day job. And plus, like I would find tons of story ideas on on that mm-hmm. journey out in, in, in the conversations that I had with my coworkers who were not writers who were doing something completely different. And I'd be like, oh, well, this is funny. I should use this thing in my story. Um, so there's there's just there's other benefits to having a day job that are not just about money. It's like the famous thing about uh, Andy Kaufman, how he bust tables at a diner. Well, even when he was still like on taxi and, you know, very successful, he'd still bust the, t- you know, take kept that job busting tables because he felt like it kept him connected to the real world. Oh, yeah. And he needed it to do his stuff. Um which, you know, and Andy Kaufman's uh, connection to the real world was tenuous at best. Um, but, you know, like, yeah, you, you need to talk to people like human beings and do stuff with them. And, uh, yeah, it's OK to have a job, a day job that it's OK to have a day job that means something to you, too. You can yeah. like your day job. That's allowed also. That's that's fine. You're allowed to like your day job. It doesn't make you less of an artist. But I did get to a point where so for me. I liked my day job. I was working in uh, fundraising and nonprofit organizations for national nonprofits. And I found that there was a level that I wasn't willing to cross because I knew I wanted mm. to write. And yes. so like I kept getting promoted and promoted. And then I, and, like suddenly I was like, no, I don't I don't want to move up because there's a certain level of commitment and responsibility and just like other mm-hmm. obligations that came with that title change um, that I had to say, like, if I make this shift then like i'm gonna be in this for the long haul like there's no there's just not room for me to pursue a creative career um and so that's something that you also have to think about and know yourself is is like definitely look for things that you're still excited and passionate about and that's fulfilling you but also be wary of like taking something that's going to be too tempting it's gonna like it's gonna become the thing that you do all the time and or you just accept that and say okay well i'm just going to 
write for fun, write, you know, if this mm-hmm. gets published, that's fine. But if you're trying to make a career as a published novel, like just think about that balance there. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, that you have to kind of decide. I mean, personally, I, I for day jobs, like unless you're saving lives, you shouldn't have to work more, you know, that much. You should like work your job and then go home, like just no matter what. But, um, but yeah, no, to know yourself, like that's a really good point. Know who, like how far you're willing to go, how much you're you're gonna give, and and yeah, if it's like, hey, you're really good at this, because you know, a lot of times you might be better because you're like you might be taking a a lower level job than you would otherwise than you're qualified for right so they'll recognize oh you're overqualified uh let's promote you up i know for my work they were like come be a manager and i was like no Mm -hmm. i don't want that (laughs) you are here every weekend i don't want to do that thank you in general no matter what it is if you should you should definitely you know don't take the promotion if you don't you know if you have other things you want even if it's just sitting on the couch you know but um yeah, I think a lot of the I think the upshot of this whole thing is just it's more complicated than it, it may seem. You know, you you are allowed to have a day job, you should have a day job. You you it doesn't make you less of a of an artist if you have one. If it doesn't make you more of an artist if you don't. Um you just have to kind of find what works for you, for your life, your obligations and your writing process. Yeah. And then set your expectations for Mm -hmm. what you achieve creatively based on the, I don't know, like the amount, the, the, the space and the capacity you have to produce or create content, right? Like don't compare or set expectations of somebody who is writing 20 or 30 or 40 hours a week to like your, Mm -hmm. I've only got 10 hours a week to devote to this. It's, it it will make you feel miserable and you'll start to judge yourself and feel like a failure because you're not being as prolific and not writing as much, but you know, everybody has a different pace that they move, but also they have different, you know, space. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the one thing that I noticed was not like my word count did not go up at all. Like it just didn't, I didn't, I was not more prolific, but I had way more ideas. I did have the space to create in a way that I hadn't before. And I was like, I feel like I'm Mm -hmm. on this just like high of like, every time I turn around, I see an idea. I have new characters. I have way more like outlines and plots and like, half-baked ideas where I like got to play around with something and then be like oh this is not the story that I want to write right now that Mm -hmm. I just never even would have thought of because I didn't have the capacity or the time to yeah you know come up with those ideas to play with them to research them a little bit so there was that that was uh, you know an added benefit from having more space and time but again like I didn't have to be full-time to do that I could I was actually working part-time so it's like I had Mm -hmm. 20 hours instead of five on the weekend yeah yeah you gotta find what works and uh yeah one of my favorite things i heard this on on uh queer eye so you know it's good compare and despair like don't Uh, compare yourself to other people that's just don't just don't ever it never never ends up well don't no just do your thing upsetting yeah just do your thing man just do your thing all right speaking of doing our things i think we're gonna go do some other thing because uh, I think we've we've covered this thing. We did it. We did the thing. It's done. <laughs> we did the thing. Yay. Ting. My, so my son puts his homework in this uh, one to-do application. And when he completes something, it makes this happy ding sound. This little ding. 
and like he loves it. So it's like he'll he finishes something. He's like, okay, wait, wait, shh, shh, here we go. Click, ding, and we all like, yay! So uh, <laughs> we should all have that in our lives, right? Cool. All right. Well, I guess we'll wrap up. The only thing is just to ask you guys: remember to whatever means you have available to you to feedback that this is good stuff if you like it you know right rating reviewing liking subscribing all of those things that have taken new meetings in this new millennium um please do those things because they will help other people find this podcast and maybe they will dig it just as much as you do yeah definitely i mean just share you don't even have to if you can't if you can't figure out how to like just like Text the link <laughs> in the podcast yeah. app to one of your friends that's a writer. Yeah, that's it. Pick a friend who's a writer and say, hey, have you heard this? You might like it. That would be amazing. Yes. Um, but with that, let us just remind you all that writing is hard. So take it easy. I'm Mary. And I'm Melissa. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.